On today's show, we find out about Easter eggs. We also find out that where the snake lays its eggs, it's not a place but a person. And also, Maeve learns all about the shade. All that and more, I need an omelet. Next. <laughs> You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> that uh, can mean only one thing. Welcome, everybody, to the AfterBuzz recap of Westworld Season Woo! 1. Yes. We're episode, doing it. Yes, we're doing it tonight. Episode 4, Dissonance Theory. I am so JC. Fair. And let me introduce our wonderful panel of hosts, starting with the lovely lady to my left. Hey, guys. I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week on blackgirlnerds.com. If you guys have questions, thoughts on the show, hit us up right now on YouTube. Um, we'll be following along. If you want to follow us on Twitter and chime in, use the hashtag, what are you, cowbots? Cowbots. Cowbots, cowbots with an S at the end. <laughs> we'll be commenting back there with you guys uh, throughout the week until next week. And across the table. Hey, guys. I'm Carrie Lane. You can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D. Lane and Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor. And I'm also in the chat room. So if you want to chat with us, we'd love to hear from you. Chat it up. And yes. I'm at MR Dave Child because my name is Dave Child. And that was my Twitter <laughs> handle. Am I making this clear? It's at Mr. Dave Child. Hi. Maybe? I'm here. <laughs> All right, with an incredible baritone, Dave Child. But you know, oh, baritone. Oh, right. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for noticing the timbre of my voice. It's mm. phenomenal, and mm. I, I think the fans will agree. But we got to take up a little bit of house cleaning first, like housekeeping, shall okay, we say? Okay. Housekeeping. Yes. Thank you very much. We were supposed to have Lewis Hertham in tonight, and he actually had a little scheduling issue, so we had to schedule forward for a few weeks. But in the meantime, it was fun just having all four of us here today. Yes. So, Yay! Yeah. You know, classic episode. What's that? So we do a classic episode. Yeah, classic yeah. episode. I actually think this is the first time all four of us has yes. been together. It we'll is. see how fo- how long, how many times all four of us will be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but now, speaking of the show, General Thoughts, what uh-huh. did we think about tonight's episode? This is my favorite episode so far. Really? Oh, Why? really? Uh, because I finally get answers, and answers are my favorite part of the mystery. Ah. Um, and I feel like, oh! Now, like, more questions came up, obviously, but now I'm like, I could start bridging gaps here, and I see where we're heading, and that made me really excited. Did you get, okay, so you got some answers to questions, but did it lead to even more questions? Yes, yes, it absolutely did. Uh, Particularly, uh, this Wyatt character. Now I have so many characters. Yeah. Questions, like, how long have you been here, and whose original idea were you? And is, is Ford playing a game with a dead man? Is that guy dead? I have a lot of questions. We'll get into it. Wait, no, 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 let's... I'm curious right now. You just want to go in right in right for the start? <laughs> Can we get into it? Because I'm like, okay, for one, with Wyatt, I was confused because I thought Wyatt was a new storyline. Now, thought, Ford only says in the last episode that uh, you should have an intriguing origin story. Right. So it, it did, it was presented to us for the first time, so we definitely took, I definitely took it as, you know, this is new. But intriguing to me, and I'm as, like to for Ford, it has to be something much grander. Like the man literally feels like he's creating life. He compares himself to God a couple of times in this yeah, episode. Yeah. So I think he's one to play with snakes. Yeah. yeah, and it's clear he likes these kinds of old storylines. We learned yeah. from the in episode two, I think it is. Like he had the dinner party that was cannibalistic, and he was like, you know, I couldn't help myself, so I added some modern literature in there. But it was all in good fun. Um, right. So like he he did set up with is his name Timmy? What's his name? Teddy. Teddy, it's mm-hmm. Teddy. I Teddy knew Club. it was some like you sound like a little boy. But Teddy, mm-hmm. uh, he set up Teddy to have a, a more interesting background story. So he linked him with Wyatt. But this means Wyatt's been around since the beginning. Mm-hmm. If why Wyatt, do you think he's been around since the beginning? Because this means Wyatt's part of Arnold's plan. Yeah, which is uh, part of Arnold's like 
Easter egg, something he put into the game. But why if, do you think he's part of Arnold's plan? Okay, so if Arnold because is he's responsible, part of the maze. Yeah, if Arnold is responsible for the maze, and Wyatt clearly has some kind of connection to the yeah. maze. Okay. Then it feels like, and then who has control of Wyatt? Like, is is this in Ford's control, or is this right. something Arnold has implanted well, from years back? I get the sense that it's these characters are in control. They still have control of them in the game. There's just a subtle like Easter eggs inside of the characters to guide uh, someone who's looking for whatever this Arnold's maze is. Reddit has some really it. interesting theories on Lies. this maze. <laughs> so what are they? Um, so in basket weaving, there's often a hole left in the bottom, and mm-hmm. it comes from this idea that uh, if there's a spirit within the basket, it can find its way in and out. Like it's like a door. Okay. okay. And through that door, you get uh, you rise away, you get like freedom, you get like understanding. Um, so if this maze is like a basket in that there is a door for the host to find their creator, like okay. where he leaves all of these clues. And it's the same one Bernard kind of sends, um, oh my goodness, Dolores, Dolores thank you, down too. And he was like, you know, if you <laughs> find this thing, you might be set free. Yeah. So like, I, but the I've question always... is what is free? Cause there's plenty of times where in any movie or show, they're like, you're free and you mm-hmm. die. Yeah. I, so I, I've been getting the sense that the, the, I, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking that the end goal of the maze is sentience amongst the robots or yeah. amongst the You're the aware hosts. of what that means. Yeah. Yeah, that everyone gains sentience and or they're able to kind of spread spread sentience more. And now I feel like because the man in black had a whole speech about Arnold and talking about how mm. Arnold was able to break the one rule of the game, which is to be killed in the game, mm-hmm. yeah. to killed in the world. I think the Man in Black is trying to create sentience so he can be killed by the robots, by the hosts. See, I was sure. I think that's his end goal. Okay. I was thinking with the Man in Bla- with the Man in Black, what his search is for some reason he wants to seek. To me, it's immortality. Men in Black? The no, in black. he wants to be able to. He wants life he, and death situation. He doesn't want immortality. I think he wants to. Right. He wants to free. He wants to make all the hosts aware. He wants to, you know wake up all the hosts, but himself, he has his own goal. Every single person has a goal besides the goal. I think I've noticed that even Ford, that we have yet to discover. Well, well Men in Black is bored. He needs a world where he can die. So he wants to, I like the theory that he mm-hmm. wants them to be sentient so that they can kill him. Because he's like, what fun is a game if like there's no danger in it that you can lose? If you okay. can always hit the reset button, it's kind of boring. And he's gotten to that point where he's done everything. So he, that would be the next challenge for him is like, you could die. Yeah, he okay. said that he wants to read the last page. Yes. And also, uh, we got a little hint about maybe who the man in black is in this episode. When another guest recognizes him, yes. absolutely. I just want to say I'm a big fan. What you of his did, charity, yeah. His well, he said no, no, no. what your what organization, organization did. Yes. helped save my sister's life, yeah. yes. which makes me think his probably outside of Westworld, he also maybe has difficulty. Um, he's basically immortal outside of Westworld because he has so much money, and probably his corporation is is like healing people left and right. That's my kind of, this no, is my no. theory. To me, he reminds me, let's say, like a Bill Gates. Like right. a Bill mm-hmm. Gates Foundation mm-hmm. and whatnot. That's that's immediately what I thought when they said that in the show. Well, I think he's like a, a flip side of Ford, where I think Ford is maybe looking for immortality, mm-hmm. but I think the man in black is looking for death. Yes. Oh. 
That's what I think. Men in Black, I think, wants to die. Yeah, I think he wants to die, really? but I think he wants to. Or, I think he wants uh, to open up the, make the robots able to kill. Yeah. So that he can be killed himself within the game. And I feel like, or, I see. I took that whole journey as more of a trying to become a god within the game. No. Like this whole desire yeah. to unearth this second layer and to become more like a host. And I don't know if it was necessarily death or more like he's conquered the game. Right, like well, he's he, already he, a god in the game. Yeah, so it's. But what would be his motive to die? To, to find no, it's death. not necessarily yeah. to die. So I'll take back that part. Not necessarily he's trying to die, but he wants it to be an option. Um, uh, you know, he's he doesn't want it to be like he wants the opportunity to have death as an option. Right. Because then that makes the stakes higher and makes the game more intense. Yeah, this way he's able to uh, play the game at a whole new level. Yeah, but like right now it's beginner. Him. Yeah, for, himself, for yeah. him, he doesn't I, care about other males. I also think because in one of the it's previous crazy, episodes, all you need to do is bring in a gun and give it to one of the hosts. No, I don't do think it's that fight. simple because it's like, and maybe he already did that. By the way, yeah, maybe he did he's that exact that. same thing because remember that Dolores finds a gun buried yes. in uh, in the sand, and I think that gun we don't know yet, but has the ability to kill a guest, and I think it was maybe snuck in by the man in black because he's 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 turning all of these um, these characters these hosts into sentience because I realized recently that the um, the every time Someone who has that implanted in his head mm-hmm. that they're they're gaining sentience mm-hmm. that comes from that comes with a memory of the man in black either appearing or shooting them. So I think he. Oh yeah, okay. So I think he's the the thing that's worming things around, but at the same time he's trying to find whatever's in the maze. Sure. I still think there's the a the third party. I still think there's some other party we don't know about. Well, there's the god things. voice, which is also Arnold, mm-hmm. which is like whatever we he's put into the is Arnold. Yeah, which is what he's put into the like the world, which I I think. I don't know. I, I feel like is Arnold is such a red herring. I, at this point, I think it's so much uh, mystic kind of theory surrounding him. Uh, I think it's somebody much more active and currently in the company. So, what do you think is at the end of the 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 maze then? I think the maze is is sentience for the host. Right. I think it's them. I think I do think Arnold set up the maze. Yes, yeah. I do think I he think. originated the maze and made it so that the host could find him and like because we already stated that he likes the host more than he likes right. human beings. Yeah. Well, then why would uh, then why does Man in Black want to find it? Well, I so I think he wants to be more of a host than he wants to be a human being. Like he talks about his love for this park, and I think he wants to, he's not a part of the park. He's he's beaten it. Well, then he, he would knows, die every time. He knows. Well, if he became host like. Maybe he wouldn't, though. Like, maybe he would be the one to survive. Maybe he would be, right. like, the smartest host. Maybe he would be perceived as, like, okay. a messiah. Okay. But he's so, he's so like, like he's, as you say, bored with the game. And there's so this it's... one last layer he gets to really dig into. Right, okay. so it's more along the immortality where he wants to download himself into, like, a host mm-hmm. and be able to live as a host for the rest of his life. Yeah. Well, let's read what, one of the fans are, what the fans are saying. We have something from C. Denning 820. I think the man in black is in relation to Arnold has forever access to the Westworld part because of what happened to Arnold and is trying to fulfill his destiny of finding a deeper meaning. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Anything? yeah, I, I think, think we, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing of trying to unlock whatever... Arnold, yeah. whatever seed Arnold has planted into the host. All right, well, let's talk about, we have on the board, we're talking about Bernard and Cullen. 
Sure. Yeah, the, the meaning, because you mentioned something great while we were watching it. Was it the two of you that, you know, because I said, oh, they're prepping for the meeting with four, but you said it would never last. Oh, they're going to break up, and it's going to be glorious. Oh, it's gonna I, be so I was going to say, I like their relationship. I and... love them together. They're so cute, and I really feel like they, like those actors, I feel like their chemistry, and I do feel like, like it's well-written. I feel like there's love there, but their goals are so opposite one another, as Bernard like, kind of sinks into this desire to really let... Uh, Dolores out of her shell and be an individual. He's starting to disobey Ford, even though now we know Ford knows a lot more than we thought he did. Um, Which, uh, who is surprised with that? I'm not at all. I'm like, wait. Right. Uh, one, how how can Ford think nobody knows that Dolores is getting in and out? Mm-hmm. How is Dolores getting in and out? And really, if you guys are having sex on the premises, it, it's somebody's small, gonna know. Right. There's cameras, there's something. Well, and it's a small community. Yeah. Anything else like nobody leaves the compound yeah. like I gossip mean, is going to be rampant yeah. they do good <laughs> good face in public for sure of like yeah. she's all mean to him and stuff but but even the way on. they pick on each other yeah. is so flirtatious like mm-hmm. oh your, your eyebrow is switching sir you'd have to have looked at her for a lot of time yes. to be able to put yeah. the yes. small details but yeah but the more he wants to, to liberate the robots and the more or the host then the more that she you know wants to keep a lid on everything and stay good. and she so uh has a drive to stay in control because that's her job um, I think that uh, they're going to find themselves at opposite ends, and it's going to end. So poorly. their interests are just going to finally be a major conflict, and that will break them up. I think so. so right, and, and yeah. we'll also see um, uh, Elsie, Elsie's character as well, backing up in a sense Bernard because she knows what's going on as well, and that they're trying to cover it up as well. Yeah, so and then she doesn't. I like that's that, that she loose said, end. "Yeah," and she, I like how she said, "She's like, I don't have a hidden agenda, unlike everybody else here." Right, which is true. Every it's like everybody. You're like, so what do you really want? Which is a comment. That was actually a question a few times today, too, of, uh, you know, um, Bernard asking Dolores, like, what do you want? And other characters, like, what do you actually want? Mm -hmm. And then isn't that also a sign of, like, your true sentience? Like, what do you want? Like, you you have a want and desire that you want to fulfill. Yeah, there's there's also a fan theory that Bernard might actually be a host right. as well. Okay, do we? Okay, who who buys? I don't. I don't want it to be true because I like the idea that he's. I, I think it could be true because that maybe could be how Ford knows about the relationship mm-hmm. in general. But I like the idea that Ford is someone who's playing both humans and hosts. Mm-hmm. I like that. And he's able to kind of play both sides. And um, I also just want to say that I love the path of Ford's character, how he started off. We've been guessing about him throughout every single episode yeah mm-hmm. did you get a sense when we first met him that he's like the old inventor that Almost doesn't really senile. Have, yeah. yeah he doesn't really do anything anymore mm-hmm. they just kind of be like well we got to help the old man somehow and now i felt like okay so he wants to he wants to do his own story mm-hmm. and now i feel like he's controlling everything and he's a mastermind so yeah. it's been it's been building. He's like a um a psychotic Geppetto. Yes. His, Ultimate puppet master. Yeah, totally. In his shop, like very comfortable. Yes. And, and then definitely pushed aside because of his age. Like everyone thinks he's aged out. Everyone thinks he's like uh the guy, the British storyteller in the first episode says where he's gonna chase his demons right over the edge. Yeah. And we still don't know what those demons are are right we know uh probably has something to do with arnold yeah well and arnold died in the park yeah. and then he says that arnold we don't know mad. how he died specifically yeah, you know, that's what i'm saying like it doesn't True. necessarily could seem he commit like... suicide and then that counts like or that's not a host did killing Ford murder him <laughs> because it sounds like arnold was not playing the game ford came to play and that maybe that's possible that ford. well let's backtrack that a little bit because you know that in the writing they're so careful with how the character says something yeah and yeah. in ford's meeting with cullen he said that um 
Arnold went mad. Mm-hmm. Yes. And to me, he didn't say that he died, that he killed him, because she asked what happened to him, and he said he went mad mm-hmm. and left it at that. True. So the, well, he also could talk- he still be alive in the park? That's you're saying? What, yeah. I I also Possibly. can I just yeah. throw in one more thing for my maze theory. I also have this vague theory that Arnold isn't dead and is maybe just chilling in the maze, waiting for someone to come find him. Yeah. Could be. Like or, I think he was like, I'm done with this space. And I'm going to go down deeper, and when you guys will like, you'll come find me. I love how, uh, thank you guys for being very uh, active in the chat. I was going to say, I'm like, I can't really keep up. But yeah. yeah, we have a few people going, they don't want Bernard to be a host. I don't, yeah. I, just, I agree. I agree. I'd almost think that'd be like, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be a surprise. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, okay, you went that way. But for the few that do, I guess, so maybe they, Ford created a narrative for him, a story for him with um, right. his, losing Charlie and his yeah. wife outside, or baby mama on the outside. Well, yeah. it's it's also... Who he's not really with, with how he's uh, hooking up inside work, but... And no. I love that it's Zoe from Firefly. That's true. <laughs> yes. saw, Jean Torres, yes. Yep. Absolutely. I, I also want to bring up the idea that uh, what's brought in in the Teresa discussion that uh, Ford has is the idea of keeping balance. And this, I think this that whole episode was about a sense of balance because mm-hmm. it was called dissonance theory, yeah. mm-hmm. which is, you know, cognitive dissonance theory is, you know, trying to balance your actions with your belief system, even if they go up against each other, like mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. smoking causes cancer, but still smoking. And I think this is like he talked about the balance between the business coming in and also the park as kind of almost like an art form. Oh yeah, because he was like didn't want the it. business people in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and also having him like become a god in there mm-hmm. and intimidating her by like just stopping time. And we don't know how he does that yet, right? Yeah, that's what I wanted. How does he do this? He doesn't even do a snap. He doesn't do a well, point. It's just the... like he thinks oh, he it. He did all do the... a point when he when it started up again. Yeah. He did do he his hand was down here. Okay. And he did do a little flick of the of the finger. But what to stop it? To start that we I didn't think there see. was a okay. I think there was a a, a word phrase cuz that's how he's been getting them to do all of the other things. And mm-hmm. I did not catch what the phrase was. Okay. Okay. in this moment I have to go back and watch but I want to continue on this thought of uh, dissonance theory yes, yeah. Sorry, um, yeah. and, and to look at other places where we kind of saw that I really like the man in black in this episode I feel like we learned so much about him as a person right. particularly the fact that he honors uh, he, he believes in honor amongst thieves Mm-hmm. Clearly, like he was so excited when he met the snake girl. Oh, and he yes. was like, "How have we not even met yet? Like we're on the same level." And then yeah. was shocked to see, like, uh, we've been calling him the Desperado character, um, Hector, right? Yeah, yeah. After yeah, when he gets in prison, and he's like, "Oh, I thought I'd hate you because you seem kind of contrived." Yeah, but I we love have that. the same Your market like, test. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love how he's been staying away because he's like, "I come here so often. I don't need to see the fireworks that always like." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I'm good." Off. You and, can. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was going to ask a question about this with he and Armistice. The fact that I guess Arnold, I mean Wyatt, sorry, that Wyatt had murdered his mother. So why is it that when the Man in Black and Lawrence went after the Wyatt, why didn't she go with? If this is the only piece that's missing for her, wait for who? Well, yeah. One more time for, for Wyatt. Remember, she's th- there's only one she, person. Snake lady. Snake. Yes, Armistice. Yes. 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 Yeah. She's missing one person. Yes. That's Wyatt. Yeah. yeah. So why didn't she go with Lawrence and Man in Black after him? Because that's not that's outside of her loop. Like, yeah. The cool that's outside thing, of her story. What, I'm, what I'm really loving me. about this story is that the hosts are still. They're still they're programmed. They're they're not yeah. organic beings, right. and so mm-hmm. still trying to reach outside of their loop is a challenge for them. Like she's not programmed yet to find Wyatt. You're right. Ugh. And whatever the maze is, is there's certain checkpoints that are put in. It's a scavenger hunt. 
So he's he knows to find the snake and to find out where the eggs are laid, which is means which we find out doesn't mean a literal snake who's laying eggs, right. or like a, I, I I was guessing like maybe a a stone sculpture or something or like a rock formation. Yeah. But actually, so a snake lady and her backstory is the is the eggs. Mm-hmm. So he finds out oh the eggs are is Wyatt. So now I have to go to Wyatt and yeah. see what comes next in the maze. It seems like everything's going down in Pariah. I think that's where everyone right. is headed. So in yeah. multiple multiple lines are going that way. And speaking of which, we also... Yes. I do want to bring up one thing, though. I think, and I was many, meaning to bring this up before, the fact that Ford is sending Teddy to interfere with Wyatt makes me wonder if it's Ford trying to interfere with the maze. Mm-hmm. Is to try and stop hmm. the maze because he's not very sure what the maze is, or maybe he knows a little bit about Wait, it. Ford? Yeah, Ford, okay. because he's sending in That'd be weird, Teddy. though, if he knows everything except the maze. Because he or, knows everything else that's going on. But I, think he, I don't know if he knows about the maze, okay. because I think I think that's something Arnold that Arnold kept that did from him. and kept it from him. Mm-hmm. Also maybe with his he suspects gut. it has something to do with Wyatt, which is why he's sending in his own sure. like, host. Well, it's always reset. Up. You can always try it again. Right. It's well, a choose-your-own-adventure. You just pick a new option every time to get to the end. Yeah. And with traditional God, like, God kings and stories, it's often a small detail that they were too, like, pompous to recognize. They were too full of themselves to, like, even check the little stuff. And I feel like he seems pretty confident that Arnold is gone. But as we've learned, the, the rule on television is no body, no death. Um, yes. Right. We but, have no gravesite. We have no, no memory of the death. So I, I'm not ready to believe Arnold's dead yet. Um, and I think it's something he could easily have missed. Um, but but I also think maybe he knew enough about Arnold that he's playing some kind of game with a dead man. Yeah. Someone in the chat made a good question. If Ford doesn't know about the maze, why does Bernard know about the maze? Bernard know about the maze. Yes, that's true. We find out Because mm-hmm. Bernard in tells this Dolores about it. Yeah. And then if Ford, the all-knowing one, doesn't know, how does Bernard know? Yes, and if and if it's something that Ford doesn't want to happen, why is it still in the park? Yes. Bo- or maybe Bernard just heard about the maze as well, yeah. and or, it's something that they can't figure out where the maze actually is or I think how to connect. I think yeah. you're close. I don't think it's that he wanted people not to, he didn't know about the maze he's he wants to prevent the man in black from getting to it oh right someone uh new ch- person in the chat said uh the maze is definitely something that ford knows about he's just unconcerned about it because his focus is elsewhere that seems like if the that's maze a is point, as big too. a deal as we think it is i would be surprised if that's the case unless again he just doesn't think someone can crack it if it's or, so or like, it's maybe he thinks years. it's like an urban myth maybe it's something mm. where it's like uh, there's yeah. There's talk about a secret that Arnold put in, like a secret Easter egg, but no one's been able to find it yet. Yeah. And that's, so that's what this is. he doesn't care yet. Yeah. You know, you brought up a great point about simple mistakes. Yeah. And I think that happened yeah. today when they're trying to rush Maeve. Because we find out, let's yes. to Maeve. Yeah. Poor girl. And she, yeah, her flashback. What do you mean? Her episode, she, I think it was, uh, Evan Rachel Wood said, get ready that she, Tandy Newton's going to be a badass tonight. And yeah. she absolutely was that scene with Hector. And it, but mm-hmm. let's backtrack a bit where we find out that she had been, uh, she had a flashback of being shot and everyone mm-hmm. being killed in Mariposa. Yeah. Yeah. But then the text, or I call them the cleaners, mm-hmm. they had to rush her back onto sweet, back to Sweetwater and yeah. they forgot they had the, the, they the bullet. They didn't get the bullet out. They didn't get the bullet out. Well, also she got up off the operating table so they might not have finished. 
in one of the right. other. Right. Well, they uh, actually in one of the other resets. It actually says in one of the flashbacks in this episode, you hear, "Oh, I still have to get a bullet from the from the abdomen," mm-hmm. and then kept, and then it just like flashed out of it. So mm. she heard that in her dream. So that's why she suspected that she yeah. still has a bullet in there. And why she, like, kind of dug in there. Well, we don't know what happened to her after she got up off the table and passed out. That's true, but I'm just saying... Because that could have this... been that, and they cut her open, they didn't finish, and then sent it back. Because that yeah. was too traumatic that they go, it's all right, close her up, and then they didn't get it. Yeah, like, I'm just saying, in this, in this episode, we see yeah. a flashback where she hears that. Well, it's it, that's something cool and complicated about this show, is with resets almost every day, Time pretty lines. much. Timelines are kind of weird, Mm-hmm. To keep track of where something is placed, which we'll talk about timelines at some point here. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we bring that up now, or you brought it up? Let's play with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering about timelines because um, the and it's hard because it's a reset, and so a new player coming in couldn't may not be at a, on a different timeline, like in a grand sense, but just a different day, like next week. You know, because it's like when Hector comes and robs a town. Um, I was like, yeah, William. When William meets that timeline, I'm like, well, wait. The tech timeline is, like, one thing, and the game timeline could be a different thing. Does that make sense? Like, the outside world of the control room. Maybe they have a six-hour, like, play day inside of the West world, but, like, we're still on 24-hour time in the real world. Could be, because, like, the tech world seems to be linear of, like, what we've seen so far, in a way. And, I mean, tech is in the control room, if that makes sense. Oh, but then saying, inside oh. the game, I feel that we've had timelines not necessarily be in order. Well, yeah, it's a little hard. Because we don't know for sure, because there's absolutely, the only person who's been a constant is the man in black. Right. And he's the only one who's been coming back other times. Otherwise, it's been completely different players. So have we been jumping around in time? Well, the, we can look at the guess as uh, as a way of like keeping looking at timelines. So right now, we do have William and Logan as a timeline, and we do have the man in black as a timeline. Because those are two constants that aren't getting reset because they're guests. But could have been that, like, our first episode was here in time, and then when we've met William, that's before, well, that's after, a popular, same. A popular theory is that William is the could be black. the man in black, right. and it's the first. The problem with that theory... Yeah. The it problem makes me want to vomit. Yeah, I kind of... hate that theory. Here's, oh, why, no. here's why that theory is, like, it uh, could be true, but I hope it isn't because it's going to open up such a can of worms about explaining timelines mm-hmm. yeah. that it's going to get confusing. Like, I broke. So, so for one, you have you have Dolores stumbling out of of getting shot and running into William and Logan. Yeah. Now that could be something that she does whenever she's on a loop and no one's there to save her and yeah. she's able to escape. So that could be part of the loop. But what doesn't, what is like real confusing right now is you have Stubbs. Saying, "Hey, we have uh, someone on a vector who might be hanging out with with another guest, but we're not too sure." And then we see oh. someone try to uh, try to go after Dolores. Yeah. So you, c- which means we think that Stubbs in the control room is talking about Dolores and going to save and going to save um, Dolores. Now, we could. Through some sort of Fight Club bat flashback later, <laughs> that like maybe Stubbs is talking about another character, but that's going to get so confusing. Yeah. So if you just if you just like settle into William and Logan are in the same time 
timeline and as... And it could be just be like they're months apart, not necessarily years, too. Cause it, That's I've, even more confusing. I've oh, heard okay. years... Okay, I've dabbled the possibility of it being a greater timeline uh, disparity. Yeah. Because uh-huh. there are uh, uh, someone on one of the forums, and I, I can post that on Twitter, It's uh, they have two pictures of, of um, the Delos drop-off. Okay. For when when William arrives, when William and Logan oh. arrive the very first time, oh, yes, and when that is different, yes, and when they take when they take um, Walter and original uh, Peter Abernathy down right. to cold storage, and they're both they look practically like the same room. They look but, like the same, but yeah. one room is a relic. You know, one room's torn down, which we saw in episode one, mm. and then when William and Logan arrive, it looks pristine and brand new. Yeah. Oh, definitely and, send those out. I will. I will. So, oh yeah, tweet that. Also, tag, yeah. There's also been someone's brought up that the the W the Westworld logo mm-hmm. looks different when um, when William is like interacting with the logo, mm. and then when we see it later, I think with Bernard or someone. So it gets a, that gets well, a Bernard if he's not inside the game. Well, depending where he is, you could just have different. No, logos. I think mm. it's because and also remember know. they <laughs> have talked. We haven't had an incident since thirty years ago. So what we could be seeing with William and Logan. Is that incident about to take place? Ah, that happened a, thirty okay. years ago. So it's not necessarily. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe Williams Men in Black, but um, uh, I, I am open definitely to the timeline right. possibility that they're not congruent. Yeah, and something I did notice for the first time in this episode was how and when Bernard is talking to Dolores, which makes me wonder actually, and this is making me lean more towards the William is the Man in Black theory. Because um, Dolores seems to just be totally out of sync with whatever's happening with in the in the timeline. Because right now, Dolores is in a room talking to Bernard in the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we see her later interacting with William. But I'm not getting the sense that they're dropping her off. Back no, in the story in the line. last episode though, we get Dolores. You should go back before you're missed. Like they just respond to all these But we don't know how she gets in and gets out. And I'm like, she how is she not being noticed? She just walks back and forth. And but nobody notices. It's Bernard. He's in charge. Like, and Ford doesn't notice, doesn't care. Ford, clearly. Stubbs, all the, of them. Ford, Ford somebody clearly knows has to everything notice. about Bernard and doesn't and either doesn't care or feels he, Bernard's on the path that best suits Ford. Well, I'm because gonna otherwise he might you jump in there and be like, you should not sleep with this chick. Yeah. The thing is, the why I'm bringing this up is maybe a possibility is that Dolores, since what happened with the Man in Black, since in the first episode, has been out of commission and has just been in Ah, a room with Bernard. And so the Dolores we are actually seeing in Westworld is the Dolores from 30 years ago. Okay. That's what I'm maybe bringing, and might simplify things later when that's revealed. But I'm okay. not sure. But we need to see that because as we're breaking this down, we'll watch it multiple times it's and we confusing. are confused right now. Yeah. And, the Stubbs, and, I think and if that's a... true, the Stubbs thing is totally confusing because who is Stubbs talking about when he was like, oh, we have someone vectoring off, we got to uh, retrieve them unless yeah. they're Well, and it makes it even more confusing the because we had a very... agrees with you guys of the Bernard stuff, Dolores is in the past, it's not happening concurrent with the current storyline and then someone made a good point of, I hope that William doesn't get ex machina by Dolores. Right, that couldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up another point. Um, again, I've been I've been scrolling through the Reddits because those guys are crazy in their theories. That's like a the deep h- rabbit hole to jump in. I mean, it's, it's I'm the like, these guys know what's up, but they they notice things that I would have missed. For example, in um, last week's episode in Ford's office, there's like a crazy collection of dolls, okay. yeah. and it's similar to the doll we see the uh, host bot drop. 
Oh, the little Native American? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The child. So these are um, Hopi Katsina figures. I might be saying that wrong. Um, but they are traditional dolls that were made for like little girls or brides. Yeah. And they are messengers between humans and the spirit world. And yeah. we have a lot of this conversation, conversational discussion throughout this episode about like this, he's the devil who's sent to watch over our world or um, we are, you know... The maze being, if it's four hosts trying to find sentient right. life, and I like this idea of this religion being implanted into yes. this group of uh, hosts, especially mm-hmm. if we're looking at the maze, the potential like religious figure, and we're also looking at Ford potentially creating a church out there. We are still not sure yeah. what he's building, but we right. kind of predicted that maybe it was a church or some kind of religious ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, if we see a class of religions through hosts. I'd be really excited about that. Well, and a fan even brought that up last week that uh, Dolores was possibly Lilith. Oh, totally. Get, yeah. She's, yeah. T- she's absolutely Lilith in this story. And and we also, I love the idea that, because they've said in the past that um, they have to put in the idea of dreams into hosts so that if oh, there's yeah, so any... Oh, yes, if they remember anything, it explains it away. Yeah, and they think of it as a nightmare. And I think what we're seeing is those nightmares are being interpreted into a spiritual sense. Mm. So every image of of the uh, people that run the park has been turning into shades mm-hmm. and have been turning into... Um, these uh, these senses of of like a religion and gods behind the veil. Throughout which Daddy is Newton's great. characters, mm-hmm. uh, the whole storyline this week, I kept getting this X Files like right. pick up like this crazy face that she kind of gets flashbacks to, which she can't quite predict. But oh, there's something inside of me, so I'm not crazy. But she can't talk about it because who would believe this anyway? Yeah. And then getting these little clues and symbols. Um, I like the way they're mixing sci-fi genres. Without really having to go full into mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it makes you feel like, oh, maybe alien abductions are just people controlling us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're the hosts. Just yeah, just getting us, you know, back on track, make sure we don't break yeah. our loops. Wow, <laughs> that that was rabbit hole right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it goes deep. You know, and the and the best part about it is now that she's looped in Hector as well. Yeah. That's what that's where they left us left us off at the end of the episode. Right. Well, I hope he remembers something. What's that? Yeah, I hope Hector remembers something too because I really like them together, and I'd like to see them. What well, was an interesting storyline? Because it was some there. They seem like a matchable pair that you're like, yeah, that totally makes sense for them to be yeah, together. Yeah. And I liked their discussion and how he had a sense of, wait, those are some good questions, and why do you want to know this? Because he took it for granted, and then he's kind of like, why are you asking these questions? Yeah, you know, and what we were talking about right now with religion and everything. A fan just hit it on the nail. Uh, Nathaniel Rubin said, how about the whole Dolores flashback? We didn't talk about that. Where the young girl asked oh, her... Oh, yeah. Yes. We came from the same mm. place. Yeah. Yeah, so she has a flashback about the church. And this girl definitely seems to be the gatekeeper of the maze. Yeah, like, she knows something. Not. Yeah, but we also don't know if the girl was actually there talking to Dolores. Because yes. when she actually, was, Nobody else saw her. Yeah. yeah. So it could, be, it could be a memory of a past life. And yes. it could be one of the first... The first uh, incarnations mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. Westworld because she Dolores is one of the oldest characters, mm-hmm. one of the oldest the hosts in the park, and so maybe this little girl is also as old as she is, mm-hmm. and was used as part of the maze with uh, with Arnold. Yeah, and so okay, so maybe <laughs> Bernard is also trying to find the maze as well and is yeah. using. And is interrogating Dolores in order to try and find his way into the maze. And he definitely he gave her a push a in that direction, too. Yeah. It's not like he kind of was like, so there's a so thing. We, are you it saying like, there's a maze. Answer to per- perhaps bringing back Charlie? 
Is that his son? Oh, that's an interesting way of looking at it, but I don't think so. Because I think he's more interested. You mean like, how would he bring him back? No, Like, they've been able to create whole personalities, and it seems like Ford created himself as a child. No, but I mean, grieving parent might take the closest thing they can get. Why couldn't he just do that anyways? Like, why does he need to get to the end of the maze? Yeah, he could do that now. Because I feel like if he just put all of the memories into into a little Charlie bot... I think the the importance of of his son that he lost is important because he recognizes all of the hosts of Westworld as kind of surrogate and Dolores like as a surrogate children. Yeah. So he's like he's seeing them as um, as he saw his son, mm-hmm. rather than trying to literally replace his son. I think yeah. he's just. Okay. He's mm-hmm. just connecting with him on that, in you know, that sense. And let us know if we skipped anything, if we have time at the end to answer some of your questions. But I also wanted to bring up William and Logan, the dynamic there about the right. family be having... Oh, my yes, God. Having I stake in the company. I love billionaire drama so much. Like, when it comes <laughs> up on TV, obviously I'm not a part of it in real life. Um, but if I could be, I would be. Um, it's just fun when you have... When lots of things are on the line. And now to know that uh, Logan is potentially like a billionaire like playboy who you know i imagine mm-hmm. got into like street races when he was 16 and like maybe his dad had to be called at like two in the morning to like come bail him out of jail and this is where like just go to westworld and get your demons out and then come <laughs> back home and be responsible and it's fun to see him try to push his brother-in-law into that space as well exactly who doesn't want to become a black hat because william is the yeah. he's the more you know well, he's the, likes dark... being the hero He's the hero, yeah. exactly. But wouldn't this support the possibility? Let's say he does marry into the family, oh, and, he and becomes then he becomes black. Okay, the man like in the black. black. Uh, yeah, because yeah. he becomes super rich, and that's how because he marries into the family, he takes over the okay, company, becomes Bill Gates, and that's how he's the he man in black. That's tying in your timeline. Okay. timeline. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I kind of and there's a big part of me that's saying I'm recognizing it as a big possibility, and something that could definitely happen. But I'm also. A little bit hoping it doesn't happen because I think it's going to be confusing. We just see an episode with them together you know and then but prove with, it otherwise. Either way, with the layout of loops and the circle of the maze yeah. and a bunch yeah. of other stuff, I guess it really wouldn't surprise me if we went from if we they closed that loop by making him the man in black, especially because right. they've been so good about not using his name. I hope it happens soon. Yes, though. I think I it hope is. it happens like next. next episode. I hope that next episode we have. Because uh, we did see in uh, future path, the next episode that we are going to get a Men in Black meeting Ford. Mm-hmm. He's going to sit down and talk to Ford, which is great because I think that's that I, will be interesting. We're going to have like Satan and God talking to each other <laughs> in this, and if Ford goes down and says like, "Listen, William," you know, something like that, it'll answer it. Yes, or it could be answering it. Um, I know we're, we're running close on time, so I wanted to talk about the director of this episode, Vincenzo. Na, oh my gosh, it's very Italian. Natalie. Natalie, yes. Um, if you guys watch Splice, that is his movie. Oh, yep. really? Yeah, he's yeah, the director okay. of Splice. Uh, if you watch the Luke Cage, ep- Luke Cage uh, C- C- <laughs> series, he did the uh, Step in the Arena, which is the flashback episode oh, okay. where you see Luke in the original costume and where he's fighting. If you watch uh, Orphan Black, it's the episode where they learned who the original uh, lead and caster clone are um this guy does penultimate episodes of everything and he's got an episode of um american gods coming mm. up he's nice. doing episode six of that so shout out to senzo you're awesome <laughs> and i was really excited when i saw his name on this I was like we're gonna be in for a great ride but yeah. it was also written by ed brubreaker who oh my god i'm sorry guys i missed the writer i meant to check it and i forgot and ed brubreaker is my 
favorite comic book writer. He's everything to me. That's amazing. What, what is it? Does that sound so familiar? I should know this. Um, Captain did... America, Winter Soldier, right, right, X Men. Right. But if okay, you read his cool. IMD, or his uh, image books, he he does Velvet and um. Oh my gosh! That's right. You're the comic like, book queen. Yes, think, yes. totally. Uh, um, he writes all of these like noir, dark horror stuff, and he's delicious. His writing is so delicious. good. I love. I like that him. description. Mm. Okay, so did, did this episode live up to his writing? Did you see his writing? In yes. Now? now that you say it, I totally do. Particularly these opening conversations, he often has characters that um, talk about themselves to other people. And if you look throughout here, everyone who is making these kinds of grandiose statements to people, like, this is the way you need to look at the world, and this is kind of how things are, is really just talking to themselves and trying to prep themselves up for their next big right, action. Right. Mm, mm-hmm. It was perfect. All right, so, so any, any final thoughts before we get into predictions? Great episode. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Here's the best part about it. Yeah. I will watch it again, and then it gets better every yes. time you watch it. That, that's, that's my big takeaway. Every episode I watch, when I watch it a second time, I'm like, oh! How did I miss this? How did I miss it? Now it all makes sense. And watching it as a whole, watch from episode one to tonight, then it's just, it's truly enriched. So thank you. Thank you so <laughs> much. Sweet. So let's get into predictions. Yeah. That's predictions. Yeah. That's predictions. No, <laughs> no really? Couldn't tell me. Mr. Child corrected me the first week when I said predictions. He's like, that's predictions. So uh. I just want to make sure that everyone. Oh, I did <laughs> not say that, I don't think. Roll the tape. <laughs> <laughs> if you had that cute oh, up, no. I would die. That's so funny. All right, so <laughs> next week we see a showdown between Ford and Men in Black, and yep. and I see that Teddy plays a huge part in that. Almost finally, like he is like the bodyguard for Ford. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, Mr. Child I, is brain I turned away as soon as it was doing predictions. Cause, or, I mean, the previews for next time. Because I'm like, then I can't do predictions. I don't want to know what's coming up. Check out Child's face. Check I out just, Dave's face. Well, right I now. Just He's had like, kind what? of an epiphany. I had an epiphany because yes. I realized I was thinking. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Someone in the chat said our whole review is a lot of predictions. Yeah, <laughs> it's it true. Is. Okay. We do we'll talk about that. what we think is going to happen. Honestly, it's well, you, we're diving into yeah. the theme and the theories of what's happening. But that's the show. That's why it's the show. Well, good. you just watched it. We don't need to talk right. about it. It's more the what do we want to expand right. upon it. So okay, so I, I just want to say this briefly. <laughs> I I realized in the next week on we see I. We see a host stopping the man in black from doing something to Ford, which makes me wonder if the whole reason why he wants to change and switch everything is so he could kill Ford. Rather than kill himself, maybe he's specifically after Ford. I love it. Well, if they're both regular humans, they could kill each other in the game. Maybe he has a vendetta. Well, no, he can't. Not Ford. Ford, Ford can like stop time. That's true. The he's entire Superman. He's, a, yeah. he's God in there. I don't have time for more predictions. They're giving us the hook already. They're like, yeah. do you have a last prediction? Ten uh, seconds. No, I, I said all my predictions. I'm good. All right, so yeah, play the episode. music. So, Joelle, where can they find you? Hey guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. Head over to BlackGirlNerds.com right now to see my review of Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, and then you know, follow me on the Twitter to see what's up. To the house. In a word, in a word, Strange, Doctor Strange complicated across the table alright cool uh, you guys can find me online at, on Twitter and Instagram at Carrie D. Lane that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E and Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor you can find me on all the lines at <laughs> at Mr. Dave Child or DaveChild.com thank you <laughs> and you can find me at JC Ruby all across the board so for Neil in the booth we forgot to shout him out love you Neil Dave, Carrie, Joel Neil. I'm JC we'll see you next time bye bye everybody bye.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.